Every day, young people are rapidly becoming the leaders that will shape the world of tomorrow. Learn their stories. Hear their visions for the future. This is not about me and you or what is. This is about them and what's gonna be. This is not a podcast. This is a preview. This is a foreshadowing. This is a freaking time machine. This is Shades Required. Hello and welcome everyone to Shades Required, episode 10. My name is Phil Hall. I am your host. With me as always, my co-host, Michael McIsaac. Hi, Mike. How are you today? Great, Phil. Good to be here as always. Uh, glad I was able to get uh, some free time to get over here and get together with you guys. Yeah, for sure. Man, thanks for squeezing us in. It is very tricky uh, with two co-hosts and, and always interviewing busy young people uh, to figure this out. But we've done it again. Here we are. And we're so excited because with us is Rafi Mahario. I just practiced his name and I'm pretty sure I got it right. Uh, well, Rafi, welcome. Thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thank you for having me. We're so excited to get to know you a little bit. So where are you coming? Where are you coming to us from today, Rafi? So I'm at home now. Um, just finished a workout. Had to rush over here. So I'm here. I did well, the same, same thing, Rafi. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm here and comfortable. I hope you didn't finish it early on our account or anything. I hope oh, you were no, able to no, no, no. get it in. Awesome. Well, that's now, great. Not, not to say that the other episodes are, are, are not special, but this is kind of nice because this is the first student we've had that didn't graduate from a school that you and I work together, Phil. Uh, Rafi is down in Connecticut, where I'm actually living right now. Um, and I believe right now, uh, Rafi, you, you're in, um, oh, sorry, what, what town are you in right now? Um, I live in Meriden. Meriden, Meriden. yep, yep. Nice. It's a little bit different than the uh, folks in Vermont, which is nice because we do like to mix it up. And, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. As I was saying earlier, Mike, you know, this is the first time, episode 10, first time we've ever interviewed someone that I just met today. So yep. uh, super excited, Rafi. So Rafi, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself? I mean, we're starting from scratch here. So what's going on with you? Um, I, um, I just graduated Holy Cross. I'm from Holy Cross High School, and I'll be attending Sacred Heart University, where I'll be running track. And um, yeah, um, Basketball was pretty much my the um my life. Um, I used to live, breathe, and eat basketball. <laughs> but um, within the last few months, I became a track guy. So that's what I'm doing now. Everything is track, track, track. That's very cool. Talk to us a little bit. Talk to us a little bit more about that because that's that's interesting. I don't think a lot of you know people your age necessarily go through a major. A shift in focus like that so talk to us a little bit more about how that came to be well um basketball has been um from a young age I um I knew I wanted to play basketball I knew I wanted to take it serious and go far play at the collegiate level and um it's always been a dream to play in college but um due to um some complications um that that um that dream didn't become a reality and um at around the beginning of the school year I realized um that my opportunity that my window of opportunity was closing and um I was really hoping on a, on a good basketball season to kind of rise my stock and 
Um, I didn't perform to my uh, maximum abilities and I didn't really pan out. So at the end of the season, um, my track coach, he, um, well, originally my cross country coach, I, I was running cross country at the beginning of the school year and um, I got hurt. So I stopped and then I, um, and I had, yeah, obviously stopped for basketball. I didn't want to push anything. And um, my cross country coach had told me, he said, come down to the track, you know, you have talent. And he, um, he pushed me. I wanted to, um, originally I was going to play tennis for fun. Um, my buddy Simon was um, convincing me to play and um, I was, I was going to do it, but then I, I figured I'm fast, you know, why not put my abilities to the test and run track? So I showed up to practice and I loved it. No kidding. So you'd never run track before this past spring, your senior um, year. I ran in, I ran in like middle school, but I'm not sure if that counts. <laughs> I count it. Sure. I was, <laughs> absolutely. But I mean, you know, varsity track was a, was a one and done thing for you. Yeah, I've, I've never ran varsity track. I did cross country in the fall. Um, I picked it up when I came to Chase. And um, yeah, that's about it. This, is, this was my first ever track season in high school. Wow. And now you're going to go participate in track at the collegiate level next year. Yes. Yes. That's amazing. That's so cool. Wow. And you know, it's funny because you. we're missing, we're missing a huge part of this incredible story because, you know, and I, I was lucky enough to watch Rafi play his junior year. Um, I got to see a lot more games than I thought I was going to do that year when he was at chase. Um, but I mean, Rafi's Rafi's been through a lot as far as like, I don't want to say school hopping, but I mean, you, you weren't planning on going to Sacred Heart your senior year, and you probably weren't even planning on going right away your freshman year. You probably weren't planning on going to Chase your sophomore year either, you know. Um, just tell us a little bit of, like, what happened between your freshman year to your senior year. Well, um, since, since I took basketball really serious, um, I wanted to um, play at the prep level. Um, I was planning on playing, um, um, attending a prep school my freshman year. But that didn't quite happen. So I figured I'd just go to my local high school for a year and see what would happen. And um, I took a big leap from middle school to freshman year. And um, I went to a camp um, the summer going into sophomore year. And that's when I started to get um, a little bit of recognition from prep schools. And um, that's where everything came about. And um, Coach Tim had reached out to me. And I ended up at Chase Collegiate. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Yeah, that was really cool. Uh, I remember um, for anyone that knows me, knows my fiance, Emma. And uh, Emma was the ad athletic trainer for Chase. And uh, I remember the day that Rafi walked in the school. Obviously, I hadn't met him yet. It, ben, I didn't even get to meet you until like maybe even the end of that year. But I mean, all she did is rave about Rafi. And this kid's amazing. He's a sophomore. He's already starting varsity, this, that, and the other. I was like, all right, all right, let me see this thing. And no, no offense, Rafi, but when, when Jamal showed up, when I walked in the school and I saw Jamal, I was like, is that Rafi? You no wonder you keep bragging about how big he is. Yeah. And she's like, no, 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 that's Rafi. And I was like, oh, damn, okay. The little, the little dude in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but then I, I saw his handles. Phil, you would, I mean, I, I was going to say, think, think Kai when it came to defense and then, you know, think like Joe Ruby when it came to passing. I mean, Rafi's got some handles, man. And uh, it, it was it was really cool to see. And then, of course, you know, the big disappointment senior year um, after your amazing junior year. But uh, why don't you talk a little bit about, about that, Rafi? 
Um, well, that, that was really unexpected. Um, um, I was at work. Um, I got the, um, one of my friends sent an email in a group chat. Well, not an email, a text in a group chat showing an email talking about the closure. And we all laughed it off. We thought it was some kind of prank. And then all of the parents started getting the email. We were just like, ah, oh, like, what's going on? And um, that's when I found out. And then we had to scramble to find the high school. And um, we figured that um, Holy Cross was the best option. Keep all, you know, keep the Chase, the Chase group together. Well, for the majority, you know, have try to get the Chase as much, as much of the Chase as we could. At, at our new school and that's what we did yeah just a little background on that too um rafi you found out that... say, so there was a school closure yes yes i mean it wasn't now, even just that covid related or this was this was this sounds like this was a permanent school closure yeah it's a um, permanent school closure yeah and and when was... did that happen it happened um, actually august um of my going into senior year Oh my goodness. If I remember correctly, Rafi, it was like 10 days before you were supposed to start school. Yes, Is that correct? Something like that. Pretty yes. Close. So an entire senior class had to find a place to go to school for their senior year with 10 days before school started. Yep. Wow. 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 How does that happen? That's crazy. Well, anyway. Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, man, yeah. I mean, talk about it. Adjusting with poise, right? That's yeah. a that's a nice opportunity to practice adjusting with boys. Actually, fun fact on um, the school that um, took over Chase, Chase's campus was actually a school that was previously located in Meriden. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, Thomas Edison. They, they moved over to Chase. Wow. So. I wonder, I mean, it's not, and it's probably not sponsored by the same people that, that helped out Chase before, right? No way they're done. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's a really cool story, Rafi. I mean, it's something that you probably want to like, mm. you know, I don't know about like write a book about, but like, honestly, it's, it's, it says a lot about you guys as a senior class that, I mean, I, I, that's absolutely horrific how a, a school can just be like, you know what, you're on your own, figure it out. And you go from playing a sport that you never, I mean, you, you lived your whole life about this. And then all of a sudden, you jump over and think that, all right, my career is over. And then all of a sudden, bam, here comes another school, another college that wants you for something completely different. Um, I mean, I, I know you've told me a little bit about it, but like, how was that whole process about being recruited by Sacred Heart? Um, it was actually pretty quick. Like, um, I, I wasn't really planning on running in college. I, I, I was going to do it for fun just to see where I was, where I ranked amongst my peers. And um, my coach told me, he said, your times are pretty good. Like, we should send them to a few schools. And um, he sent them out to Sacred Heart. And with a few days, they reached out and said, yeah, we'd, we'd, we'd like them on our team. And that's how that went about. That's very interesting. It's all very clinical with, uh, with track, isn't it? It's all numbers, man. Numbers, yeah. Right? It's funny, Mike, I mean, do you remember we used to play, we used to play college football Yes, I do a, remember. Young, with a young man who punted Division One, came oh, and punted yeah. Division Three with us for a year. Carl Ojala, right. Punted Division One again afterward. And he used to say that about punting. He's like, if I punt, you know, a 55-yarder here in Castleton, Vermont, you know, playing Division Three, it's the same as, 
you know, so punting, like recruiting for a punter or a kicker was super quick, right? Yeah. It was like, how far can you kick it? You know, and, and track and field, I think, is a lot like, hey, are you fast? Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I love it so oh, much. Oh, you're fast? Come run for us, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I love it so much because with basketball, like sports like basketball, football, you know, you have to pass the eye test. There's so many different qualifications that you have to pass. And um, with track, it's just, can you beat the next man up? Are you faster? And uh, that's, that's what I like to do. I like to be the best, or at least try to That's be. cool. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if they realize what they're getting, Rafi, because I know you, you, you put the work in, too, in the offseason as well. So, um, And so I, we obviously we glanced over this early. So you're not really sure what you're doing yet as far as when you get there? Um, no, not Do you have a preference? Um, yes, the, I, I'd love to run the 100, the 200, um, high jump and long jump. Those, those were, that's what I did this year. I did a little bit of work in the four by eight. Um, the, the 800 would be cool to run in college. Um, I don't, they don't really run the four by eight too much in college. So it'd probably be the, the straight up eight. Okay, cool. Any, any type of throwing or anything like that? I don't, I don't know. Like they probably, it's probably separate athletes, right? Um, yeah, I, I actually, I, I gave the javelin a try, uh, one practice. I threw it and hit me in the back of the head and I put it down. No. <laughs> no. That's a lot like my javelin story, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, but God. That's how practices went with me. I, I, I'd give something a try and then, it, and then I just tried in the next meet and I just go from there. Like I didn't do the long jump until like three meets in. One day I practiced, I was just fooling around the pit and I did like 17 feet and then I went into the next meet and I did like 20. So that's how. Oh, wow. I went about. Same thing with the high jump. That's kind of, and that's kind of the, the track and field culture, right? Isn't it? Once you kind of get on the team, you know, I mean, it's very much try different things, find out what you're good at, where you, where you can help. I mean, I, I, I was a field guy. I was barely on the track and field team. I only threw shot put, but I remember people asking me to like, go like try running in the relay. And I'm like, are you look at me, dude? Like, <laughs> come, come on. But I, I think there's like, there's a little bit of that culture, right? It's kind of a cool thing. Yeah. It's pretty cool because like a lot of people think that you have that one event that you're trying to stick to and you just want to win that event. But from a team aspect, well, people view track and field as an individual thing. But from a team aspect, you're trying to find different pieces and um, ways you can maneuver um, your team in, in order to win. And, um, yeah, it, take, it takes a lot of strategy to win a cross-country meet. I mean, not cross-country meet, a track meet. Yeah, absolutely. Well, probably both, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, in the, that's, that's like a sport, cool. you know, I, I pride myself on knowing a lot of sports, but those two are definitely things that I have no idea. Uh, I think I went to Emma's, uh, I went to one track meet that Emma was, was working at and I had no idea who was winning or what was going on. I was just like, you know, and actually this one girl at, uh, that was going against Hamden, she broke a school record as a freshman. And I was just like, that sounds like they're, that's good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it was incredible, man. It was like she shot out of a cannon. It was so cool. Like, I mean, she turned it on as she turned the corner. And it was just really an interesting, um, especially, you know, like I said, as I pride myself on knowing sports and had no idea what was going on. I was like, are, are they winning? Was that good? 
<laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat. This is my first year. And, you know, people are talking to me using all these kinds of terms. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. And I have no clue what's going on. So I hope that in this, um, this upcoming year, I'll get the chance to learn a lot more about track and field. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. Um, and so actually speaking cool. of that is, uh, it's a great segue because uh, as you want to learn more about the sport you're about to become a, a, a D1 athlete in is we also want to learn a little bit, a little bit about you, Rafi. Um, and that's why we're going to go into our first game. All right. Uh, the two yes. truths and a lie. All oh, right. I'm the master of segues, Phil. Master. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, Rafi, you kind of already had an idea of the game. So we just want to know three things about you. Two are true. One you're going to make up and we're going to try to figure out what it is. Um, okay. I got this. Well, let me think of one more. Um, hmm. okay. You ready? Yep. Um, basketball has always been my favorite sport. Um, I've lived in another city other than Meriden and, um, Hmm. What's and um. Ooh. Don't worry, Rafi. We're just writing them down so that we can remember. LeBron James has not always been my favorite basketball player. All right. Good. There we go. Okay. You said you remind look. us, remind us how old you are, Rafi. Um, I just turned 18. Thank you. It's important for that last one. <laughs> LeBron was not always your favorite. Yeah, LeBron. Um, LeBron was not always my favorite player. Got it. Yeah. Phil, do you want to take a step first? <sighs> I'm not sure if number one is like a trick or not, because I feel like that's true. But, you know, I don't know. People get us on technicalities sometimes. This feels like it might be one of those situations where it's like, well, yeah, I said basketball was my favorite sport to play. Mm. Oh, no, no. It's not that deep into it. (laughs) Okay. So I think I think I do. My gut check was that number one is true. Um. I've lived in another city other than Meriden. There was a lot. There was a lot of moving around in your story, but it seemed to be schools. We didn't get any living in other cities, so that one I don't know. LeBron James not be not always having been your favorite player. <clears throat> I'm assuming that means he is now. Um, <laughs> huh. I'm going to go with number two being the lie. Lie, okay. All right, and Phil, I know you don't know Connecticut, Connecticut areas really well, but do you want to take a stab at where he might have? Uh, well, no, you... so I am I'm saying he's only ever lived in Meriden. Oh, okay, okay. All right, okay, so got I, it. I, I guess because that's sort of a door A or B sort of situation, I don't. You know, there's really not an opportunity for me to guess the alternate truth, right? Yeah, that's true. No, that makes sense. And that's okay. I'm, I, I think number two is the lie. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with... Man, LeBron's not always... 
I'm going to go with number three is the lie because I think LeBron always has been. Because as far as Rafi, as far as I know you, I swear I've seen nothing but LeBron James stuff on your on your stories. Um, <laughs> I just I'm just guessing. Uh, I've only seen it a little bit. We've only been friends on social media for a short term short term, but uh, I don't I don't remember seeing a lot of stuff about like Jordan or Durant or anything like that. So I'm going to go with LeBron has been your favorite player since I've, since, since the beginning. Okay. So, to defend, uh, to defend my answer, the reason I didn't go with that one mm-hmm. is because I know younger people. And I'm not saying this is the case with Rafi, but I know younger people than Rafi who liked Kobe first. Ooh, that's a good one. Who were, who were younger. So yeah. I'm thinking there's a chance Rafi, when he first started paying attention, that Kobe might have been the dude. But my, dude, LeBron's been around forever. I, I don't know. Anyway. All right. Well, we'll find out a little bit later. Um, but uh, yeah. So Rafi, we're just gonna get back to you. Um, and Phil, I'm kind of excited to get back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll we'll find out. It's it's gonna be fun. So, um, Rafi, looks like we've gotten some ideas. I mean, like, again, your story and not just your story. A lot of the Chase kids have this crazy story where they went from, you know, having a school to not having school to having a new school and completely figuring it out. But um, as far as going to this school, do you happen to know what you want to do once you get there as far as, like, what do you want to major in? Or is it still kind of just to see how the first couple years go? Um, I'm looking for it. Um... Right currently, I'm majoring in finance, but I'm looking to pick up a double major and do econ and finance. And wow. So that, that's my plan. And, um, and potentially um, um, attend law school, but um, I don't know if I want to go to school for that long. So it's kind of up in the air. But as of right now, I'm finance. Very cool. And you said econ, like economics, I'm guessing. No, right? yeah. Okay. Um, do you know, like, as far as it sounds like, you know what you want to do financially, but do you know want to, or not financially, uh, major wise? Yeah. But, uh, so what do you want to, how do you want to apply that to what you want to be when you get older, when you graduate? Well, um, I think, I know I want to be in the, within the realm of business. Mm-hmm. And, um, I feel like I was kind of not made to be a businessman, but, um, I feel like that's like I strive in the in the business world, and um, I'm not sure exactly what I want to do within those um, within those lines. But I know that um, studying finance and um, economics would give me a step a step forward amongst my peers. So, oh, definitely, no doubt. Absolutely, I wish I studied that. Yeah, it's, man, I'm not I'm not even kidding. Like what a what a good what a good place to become an expert <laughs> can't go wrong with learning money. no definitely not i mean and I, I think you're right rafi i mean i haven't known you very long but you know if people generally like you then then i think you probably were born to be a businessman right i mean that's that's all that's all it is is it's that i mean that's everything too but it's just people yeah. right so you go off you double major finance and economics and you figure out how that stuff works and if people generally like you you'll be all set i hope so is uh Probably. is connecticut pretty much where you want to stay in the area Rafi, or do you hope to maybe venture out go somewhere else um i, I really like connecticut um i'd like to stay here 
Um, but in the winter time, I might change my mind. Um, <laughs> I really do like um, my brothers and sisters live in North Carolina. So I, um, when I visit, I love it down there. Um, I'm at, I should be going down there at the end of the summer, but um, I think it's, it's not too far from home. The weather is nice. I love it down there. So if I had to, if I had to go somewhere else, it would definitely be North Carolina. If you don't, if you don't mind me asking, where where in North Carolina do they live? Um, three. Um, so I have th- two brother, no, two sisters and one brother. Um, I know two of my siblings live in Greensboro and one in Winston Salem. Oh, that's a great place. Yes. Yeah. Winston Salem, I heard, is amazing. I've been. Is that correct me if I'm wrong? Isn't that where? Is that where like U UNC is and all that? Or is- um, that's Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill. Yeah, you're right. Is in uh, is in Raleigh, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, yeah, you're right. Raleigh. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, you're right. It's all. It's all to me. It's like, oh yeah, it's just Charlotte, and everything else is not Charlotte. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> from, from a Connecticut point of view, North. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then there's Raleigh and Durham, and yeah, a lot of cool of places. Very cool places. Yeah. I think I, my oldest sister Abby. I don't think she lives in Raleigh. She's right around there, though. She works at Duke. Oh, nice. Fun fact. Yeah. Um, so she's down there. Yeah, I love it, too. And I, it's funny. I never thought when I was younger that I would ever be someone that summered or, or, or wintered anywhere. But if I was only up here in the Northeast during the summer and I was somewhere south during the winter, I think that would work for me, too. Man. The cold is for the birds. And I agree. Not for me. <laughs> Rafa, you think you think that we have it bad here? Like in Vermont, I swear it's like six months of winter. I swear that's what it always felt like. I could never live it. No. Oh yeah, I mean my so my parents used to live in Connecticut. They lived uh, right near stores, and we used to like we used to go down to get some relief. And it was only like you know ten degrees difference, but it was huge. You could see the ground at least. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when that ten degrees is from twenty to thirty, it's a big difference. Yeah, and that wind chill too. I know Maine, Maine is pretty bad too. Yeah, we we yeah. actually had to run across country. We um the New England. I believe it was my junior year. We ran the New England championship up there, and I was in a tank top and shorts running through the snow. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, it, it was worth it. We won. We won the New England title, but um, I wouldn't do it again. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't do it again. Not even for a New England title, though, Roth. Maybe for a New England title, but definitely not Maybe. for one. Yeah, because Roth, yeah. you were, and I, I remember you. You and your class were kind of like the wave that turned the Chase athletics around. Um, and and you know, like everyone kind of like everyone knew you too. Like all the teams knew you. They basically double teamed you almost all the time, which got harder once Jam kind of came into his own in the middle. But I mean, just I mean, that was that was a fun time to watch you guys because I know until like you guys came around, I Chase struggled a little bit, um, you know, with sports. But then that was that was a really cool time. Do you um, could you see like maybe after the first half of your sophomore year? I believe that was your first year, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, did you guys start to kind of feel like that, oh, my gosh, things are, like, turning, like, we're winning games, like, playing well? And did you – could you guys, like, feel that as, a, like, a team? Well, um, as a team, definitely. Um, when I'm coming in, I um, 
I've heard that Chase wasn't too they they um they weren't too hot before him, um the previous seasons um and I kind of knew that but um, my focus was just to make the team better in the in the any way I could and um that that's what we did we definitely turned it um we turned it around and um we 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 basically were setting up for our junior year where we are a lot more successful. Well, yeah, I mean, that was, it was fun. And I still remember that. Well, I believe it was either, it was Pack the Gym, I believe, where you threw it up to Jam for warmups and it just kind of set the tone for the entire game. Oh, Jam's 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, yeah I remember that, that was really fun. That was a good time. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, um, so, you know, going back to staying on track to where we were before, as far as like what you want to do, um, as far as like economics and stuff, you were actually getting a lot of practice. I, I don't know if you're there yet, but you were working with your, coach Tim at his law firm, correct? Kind of getting that, that business slash legal um, kind of not an internship, but I mean, was it an internship or were you just yeah, kind of like helping really out? Have work tomorrow. <laughs> so, oh, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm there this summer as well. Um, That's I cool. I one week break due to being in Florida, but I'll be there tomorrow. That's cool. Um, so Phil, just a little background. Rafi's working with his former head coach, who's actually the local um, law firm in my town of Nagatuck. And, oh, uh, nice. Yeah. So exactly what do you do there, Roth? Like, what do you? Um, I like to say I do what the attorneys don't want to do, uh, which is like just filing stuff. Um, and um, yes, yeah, um, I do a lot of filing, um, cleaning stuff up. I do. I've started doing um, some social media management, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, whatever they tell me to do, I do it. I'm the handyman. That's fair. That's cool, man. And yeah, the social media That's is a awesome. big part. Everybody needs one of those. Yeah, especially kids your age who know what to post, when to post, how to say it, where it doesn't come off as cringy. Phil, yeah. does that sound kind of familiar for the two of us? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I love it. The environment. Yeah. To see what it looks like. Um, I'll get to see what um, the everyday life of an attorney looks like and see if that if I see my life heading in that direction, which, you know, I love the opportunity and I take advantage of it every single day. Yeah, absolutely. It's um and and it it would be nice to have Coach Tim uh, on your resume as well. I mean, he's established here, so yeah, I mean, definitely. you just and he's a good letter of recommendation as well as well as a reference, which which is cool. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so that's uh, awesome. That's great experience. Yeah, it really is. So Phil, um, what are you thinking? You uh you want to just go back into uh the second game, or is there well, anything else you want to follow up? Before we go on to the second game, I guess I have I have a question. Um, so, Rafi, we, we've talked a lot about what's going on and these opportunities you've had and are having, and your your plan for you know your double major and your undergrad and potentially law school and you're sort of interning at a law firm right now, and and that's all extremely exciting. Um, and we talked a little bit about the fact that people generally like you and how that'll be a great tool. Um, but let me ask you, like when you, when you think about, you know, the future and you've talked a little bit about that, but, you know, in terms of like the real important stuff, um, maybe like outside of whatever cool business you decide to build or, or, you know, if you decide to become some badass lawyer, you know, when you think about the like the the important stuff, you know, what do you want to do with your time here on Earth in those ways? 
Um, well, the ultimate goal is to live a life full of happiness and um, um, comfort. Um, it's it's not like it's not like being rich is it'd be cool. I, I you know I'm not gonna say no to money, but um, it all it doesn't always bring you happiness. It can buy you happiness, but um, at the end of the day, I just want to be comfortable and have my family be comfortable and not have to struggle. And if, if I can get that, I'd be happy. I'd be satisfied and content. That's a great answer. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, I mean, just, you know, when, when things start getting a little crazy and a little stressful, just remember that, right? As long as you're comfortable and happy and your family's not struggling, I think you're, you'll be doing okay, right? Yeah, I know, I know, I'm, I know I have it a lot better than a lot of other people. So that's, that's always something to keep, keep your mind on. Well, also don't take it away from yourself and your family, Rafi. I mean, your family worked hard to get you into schools that, I mean, you, you did the hustle, you know what I mean? Your family did hustle, you put in the work to get recognized. So, um, you know, just keep doing what you're doing as far as that hustle, because I mean, eventually, you know, hustle equals reward. And, uh, you know, for the longest time, I've even said, you know, certain things where it's like, oh, man, I don't know if I've, you know, earned what I've gotten, you know, um, and I actually credit Phil as an example where, um, you know, I was lucky enough where after coaching at, at, at MSJ, Phil approached me and saying, hey, you know, just like as as you say, Rafi is like, you know, and your personality has brought people to appreciate you as a person and people like you, which helps with what you're wanting to do in the future. Uh, Phil kind of approached me saying, Hey, people like you, you want to come and try to get these kids to go to the high school that we all work at. And, you know, for the longest time, I'm like, ah, I didn't really do anything to earn this. I just talk to people and make them laugh, but you know, it's, it's yeah. put in the work, you know, you put in the work and, you know, make those relationships. And that, that's exactly what, what happens is, you know, you know, hustle equals reward equals that comfort that you were saying. So it all circles back, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so I mean, so make those relationships is the, is the advice of the day. I think that that was a great nugget for us today, Mike. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm full of them. Nice job. job. It's just pulling them out, which one's the good ones and which one's the not so great ones. Um, That's good. So yeah, beautiful, man. I I think I'm ready. Uh, I'm ready for a game. I'm ready for a big reveal. All right, let's do it. Beautiful. So, uh, Raf, I went over this earlier. It's the Phil. Stay with me on this. It's if I were and why. If I were and why. Uh, if I were, I would be. Sure, sure, close enough. Um, so basically, Rafi, this why. is <laughs> yes. Uh, if you were an amusement park, and all the ones that we know of, which would you be and why? Um. Mm. Uh, yeah, go ahead, man. If you know which one you'd want, you yeah. want me to go? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, so I originally, so for anyone listening, I originally had a really good one for Rafi that I wanted to do. And then I realized I used it with Kevin with the basketball team. So Phil likes to accuse that I come prepared, which is not true. This one I thought of right off the top of my head. Um, so I'm going to say if I were a amusement park, I would be Bush Gardens. Hope I didn't steal anybody. I'd say Bush Gardens because out of the, all the theme parks, you don't think of it right away. But when you do, you say, ah, that's a good one. That's one of my favorites. It's fun. There's a lot of roller coasters, so it's exciting. 
I'm a personable person. So a lot, I can make a lot of people get excited about the smallest things. Like, uh, I can't even remember. There was like something that came out on Netflix and I like got everyone excited for it and they had no idea what it is. So I like to say I have an exciting personality. So that's why I choose Bush Gardens. Nice. Um, to be completely honest, um, I've never heard of Bush Gardens. Oh my God. You would love it. <laughs> what, where, where is it? Uh, there's a lot of them all over. There's like one in Tampa, in Virginia. It's, I'd like to say it's an older kids Disney. So it's like the Six Flags chain almost. Yeah. Yep. But it's like a different brand, but yeah, it's a lot of older kids rides like roller coasters. Um, a lot of times it's more of like themes rather than like, like Six Flags is like sponsored by stuff like DC, Warner brothers, all that. And they have like rides that associate like, uh, Bush gardens is like an Africa theme, I believe, uh, in Tampa. And um, I believe there's multi in, in the Virginia one, there's like multi country. So it's like every roller coaster is a certain country theme. Oh, that's nice. So it's really cool. So if you ever have a chance to, uh, to go there, I say take it because they're really fun. I mean, I remember Em and I went in Virginia and it, it was a blast. I'm assuming um, if, you're, if you're down in Virginia, the, the Jamaica section would be filled with um, those uh, bobsleds, huh? <laughs> Some might be rides. yeah i think it's um if i remember correctly, that would be awesome that would be su- I, you know what i think that might be in tampa too i don't know why i don't think it's just africa over there because yeah. uh i know the williamsburg in virginia one that one's all like europe it's all european countries um and of course my my i wanted to book it right to the uh the irish one i was like i want to see what ride this is <laughs> but but i don't remember it for the life of me <laughs> I just remember the Norway one was like like a Thor ride, and I was like, "This is the greatest day of my life." Oh, that's so cool! Yeah, it was pretty that's sweet cool. if I remember. Um, Phil, do you want to go next? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, sure. <laughs> this isn't even an amusement park, and I keep like I can't get it out of my head, so I might as well just go for it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> The answer that came into my head for this question was Santa's Village. <laughs> I said, I said, I'm like, uh, I'm Santa's Village. I don't know why. Um, Kid friendly. I love Christmas. I don't know. Oh, you do love Christmas. He is like, he's the Santa of Rutland. Vermont, yeah, wh- one of one of my aspirations is to actually become Santa Claus. Um, and I mean that as a joke, but I'm also serious. I'd love to like just dress up as Santa and bring kids free gifts for a month. Hopefully I wouldn't get arrested or anything. Um, <laughs> I think people would like, I don't know, as long as I had like a little card with my like identification number, I think I'd be okay. Like, no, I'm Santa. It's cool. Um, so anyway, <laughs> Santa's village is my answer. Cause I don't have a real one. And that kept coming into my head and I love Christmas. That does actually suit you really well. And, uh, you know what technically yeah a theme park is a park with a theme so you're not wrong so i guess we'll, well you said amusement park which is uh, where i felt like i was really really pushing it yeah it's a synonym plus when people are there hopefully they're amused i mean if they're not then they're like a bunch of crunches or something but um all right rafi how yeah. about you? you've seen our horrible examples so uh that's my role in this game is just to make the guests feel better about themselves so i do it well um, I'd have to, you asked me this a few years ago I'd say Lake Compounds but um, now I'm a big Six Flags guy yeah yeah. you can't go wrong right. with Six Flags got the, the rise, the water park it's easy to get in, easy to get out unlike Disney 
You learned that Ooh. better than anyone recently, didn't you? It was terrible. <laughs> I do have to ask though, if you, I mean, I know you, I know, and for our listeners, uh, I, re I requested Rafi to go looking. I basically set him up for failure by asking him to go find the uh, lightsaber that goes, that actually goes up and down automatically. And uh, I apologize, Rafi, I sent you on a wild goose chase. I don't even think they were, they have it yet, but <laughs> that that's on me. <laughs> That's my bad, but uh, real nice, you, Mike. Yeah, well, I was excited. And um, Rafi, did you? Uh, how was that? How was that Star Wars theme park? Did you ever end up getting to go there? Um, there, um, Star Wars. There, um, I went to um, Universal, and um, I think it was Magic Kingdom. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I think there was nothing really Star Wars themed. Oh, and I also went to Disney Springs, which is a all the stores and stuff. That's where I actually I tried. I made the attempt to purchase that. Um, that lightsaber yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did i'm glad you saved your money but uh yeah it's actually i really enjoy the um going back to your pick rafi i enjoy that six flags because uh it, i obviously phil you know me i'm a superhero fan and that one's full of like dc character rides uh nice. for the life of me i can't remember which one it is with all the dc stuff but there's a superman ride have you ever been to that park rafi where the superman ride is oh yeah that, that's in uh, massachusetts yeah have a season pass. So do I'm you? Um, Phil, have you ever been to that one before? No, no, I have never. I'm I'm not scared of roller coasters. I'm not a fan of the ones that go up and backwards and stuff. But I'll tell you what, Rafi, I've never been on a ride that took so long to get up, where I was scared, got excited, and then before we went down, got scared again and wanted to get off. And then by then, it's too late. Yep. <laughs> but literally, I had three emotions going once. It was. It's, it's terrifying it's awesome <laughs> yeah it goes straight down for like i think 90 feet and it's uh, just thinking about it not a fan of the free fall i love it <laughs> well cool well that was a good round guys um so i guess it's time yeah. to find out <laughs> yeah it feels like sure ho, ho, ho. <laughs> um so i think now we got to find out it's time to figure out which was the uh which was the lie Okay. What are the records first, Mike? Okay, so in last place <laughs> is myself. Uh, out of the nine podcasts that we've done previously, I am three for nine. Not a good record, like I said. In 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 a world, uh, if we were teams, I would be the New York Jets. Um, and Phil is seven and five, so he's winning by quite a large amount. So, waiting for my comeback. Mm -hmm. So. Um... <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a this is a um, plus one in the loss column for the both of you. Wow, we got stumped. Yeah, dude, it was. Uh, I was right about the trick thing, wasn't I? Yep. Yes, you were. Doing the shoulders too. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so basketball wasn't always your favorite sport. No. Wow. Wow. What was it? It was actually, um, I started off playing soccer, then I played baseball, and I loved baseball until I got to middle school, and I realized I wasn't good at it. So then I started playing basketball. You know what sucks? I knew that. I remember we talked, like, for the, like, the I remember one game before, we were talking about how you used to play soccer. That, oh, my gosh, that. With soccer and baseball. But wow. I, if I could, I wish I was good at baseball. I would have stuck with it. Oh, I can't. Rafi wins the bonus prize. Wow. I even said it too. 
I'm like, yep. yeah, number one could be a trick. And then Rob is all, ah, come on, man. It's not that deep. <laughs> oh, yo, you goaded him, Rafi. Oh, you did. Oh, yeah. That was the hesitation right there. Yeah, my family. And then, and then he slipped right by. The games and I love baseball. Would you, what position did you play in the field in baseball? I, I played center field. Yeah, that makes about, that sounds about right with your speed. Yeah. How was your batting? Terrible. That's why I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm Fair enough. Yep. I was only a pitch runner for an eighth grade season. And I was like, you know what? I'm not good at sports that involve me hitting things. And then yeah. I played football. Oh, yeah. And then I got really good at hitting things. Yeah. It's well, different cool. when it's yourself, right? I always struggle with the long handled instrument thing too. Oh, like when you just have to hit somebody, yeah. right? A yeah. lot less skill involved in that, man. Yeah. And when I did play baseball, I, I just I was looking forward to get walked the whole time so I could steal bases. Yeah. I I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hit anything. I just like to run. Yeah. Crouching down, trying to make a small strike zone. Yeah. Throwing a knee in, an elbow. I was gonna say I used to just try to lean in to get hit, and then crowd, bam, crowd, automatic. Crowd. You get the class going. Uh, <laughs> <is it> okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Well, great. I mean, well, Rafi, I can't thank you enough, man, for coming on today. This has been a lot of fun. It's been great to meet you. Man, basketball has not always been your favorite sport. You were a baseball guy. I feel set up with that one. Not gonna lie. I got, I got deked. It is what it is. You know, sometimes, sometimes you get deked. <laughs> So yeah, so Phil, um, I don't just just go over now that now that Rafi stumped us both. What happens now? Yeah, so Rafi's gonna get um, bonus prize. So we we're sending a gift to anybody that comes on anyway, but anybody that stumps us gets a special shades required sticker. So Rafi, you can actually see our logo. It's on my chest right now. Nice. So we'll send you a, a nice shades required sticker for stumping us today. You can tell everyone you are smarter than two <laughs> fairly intelligent 30-something-year-olds. Oh, God. Nice. I forgot what the other two were. What did I say? It was uh, the LeBron James and the City. Oh, the city. Yeah. oh, yeah. So, so, LeBron James has not always been your favorite player is true. Who was your favorite player other than LeBron? So, you'll never guess who it was. Oh, well, well, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're from Connecticut. Yes. Oh, say, was that, is that supposed to mean 18, something? though. You're too young. You're too young for my guesses. Say I'm thinking it, somebody from, uh, is it a Yukon guy? That's what I was thinking. No. No? Okay. <sighs> we'll Can never you, guess. Are you sure? You, like, it's, an, it's impossible. There's no way. <sighs> Favorite, like, so wait, let's spell this out. LeBron James is currently your favorite player, but before yeah. it was someone else, and that's who we're trying to guess. Yeah. Well, it's not Kobe or Jordan, Phil, because that's that's way too easy. No, 18 years old. Uh, obscure for an 18-year-old, would it be like – I'm not actually guessing. I'm just spitballing. Would it be dark? Like, like like, you know what I mean? Like, it's going to be somebody like that. What position does he play, Rafi? <clears throat> Center? He's in, he's in the NBA today. Oh, crap. There goes my oh, guess. Oh, oh, but he was your favorite player before LeBron. Yes, before LeBron. 
Wow. And he's currently and he's currently in the NBA. Yes, he's got to be older. Dwight Howard. No. Oh, okay. sh- I'll give you another step forward. Um, he's he's still he's still playing. He's um he's in the playoffs right now. Oh, right now. Yep, he's still in the playoffs. Still. He's like his team is still he's, in it. He's still fighting. We've really narrowed it down, folks. Here, but there's there's four teams left, right? We're in the we're in the conference finals. Shit, I don't even know who's in the East anymore. No, there's not four teams left, are there? Suns, Hawks, Bucks, and okay. Giannis isn't a center, right? He's like a forward. Yeah, he's a forward. Wouldn't have been Giannis before LeBron, would it? Mm, well, I mean, too late. Yeah, we obviously know now. I got nothing. I don't know who. I can't believe the center still in the league, man. Who's the center Man. for the Suns? I don't even know. Eight, eight, and who's twenty-two? Yeah, no, twenty-three way. years old. Um, but it, this is going to be some dinosaur who's on the end of somebody's bench, right? That's what I'm guessing. I think he starts. You think he starts? I think he. I'm pretty sure. Oh shoot! All right, I, I'm done. I'm not. I have oh, no. Oh, is it Clint Capella? No, no, I really like him, but no, this, this is no. Who is that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. All right. Who, who is it, Rafi? So one day I was watching, like, I think it might have been Disney or Nickelodeon. And um, they gave, they were giving, like, um, like, a, like, there was, like, a family segment. And they were talking about family. And they had these two twin brothers. Oh. And one being Brooke and one being Robin. And I don't know. One day I was just like, I like that guy, and it, ha- it happened to be Brooke Lopez. Oh, yeah, that's so funny because I was I, right before I was like, I don't know. I was like, well, it's Aiden for the Suns, like it's Lopez for the Bucks. That's amazing. I'm like, it's not him. No, uh, yeah, uh, he wanted uh, <laughs> to root for a team that was pretty close to home. I didn't want to root okay. for. Him because my dad likes the Knicks. So he used to play um, for the Nets when they were in New Jersey. So I just figured I, I like Brooke Lopez. And once I found out who LeBron was, I had, That's to, make it. I had to make the switch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was a pretty huge upgrade there, Rafi. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Certainly, certainly. That's funny. Yeah, I would never have guessed Brooke Lopez. No way. Or Robin Lopez or whoever we were even just talking about. Huh. Did Brooke Lopez ever play for the Cavs? Probably no. It's one of Robin. That's Robin. Oh, okay. All right. So I didn't even know he had a Robin's twin. like big hair. Yes. Okay. Yep. That's who I was thinking. Brooke of. was better. Yeah. Generally. Sure. Got you. All right. And then of course, Ruffy, the other one was that you you have you lived in one other place besides yeah. Maryland. Yeah. Um, so I actually, I used to live in Waterbury, Connecticut. Ah. I lived in Waterbury, and um, we actually, uh, my parents moved over to um, Meriden because they didn't want me to attend um, school in Waterbury. Mm. Um, And I ended up going back to Waterbury for school, so (laughs) it didn't really work out, but. (laughs) I mean, when you say Waterbury, do you mean, are you counting Chase as Waterbury? Because technically it's on that line. Um, yeah, I'm counting Chase's Waterbury. They, they, they didn't want me to um, go to school in uh, Waterbury, so we moved out and ended up in Meriden. But um, we didn't, well, to be honest, I didn't know anything about Chase until summer going into sophomore year. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I had no idea what Chase was. Most people don't even know what Chase is, even at, even at Southbury Planet Fitness. I say that 
you know, my fiance worked there and they're like, oh, where's that? And I'm like, right down the road. Like, yeah, a lot right of over people there. who live in Waterbury, you just think that's like a nice building there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looks like a college. It looks like a campus. Like, it's it's really pretty, but not no more. Not without the Chase logo on it, but. So, yeah. So, and and you went to Platt your first year. Is that correct? Yes. Where is Platt? It's right down the street. It's in here in Meriden. Oh, okay. That makes sense. A lot of people get it confused with Platt Tech, but no, it's two two different schools. Yeah. Yeah. Platt yeah where do you know where the plat tech is? is that also in meriden no it's not in meriden um i have no clue where plat tech is <laughs> yeah me neither oh. no, the tech school it's, it's named wilcox though that's the name of it yeah i've heard of them yeah well cool phil i think we got a great interview again another another killer episode absolutely rafi you're a cool guy man I'm excited to see what you do. I'm excited to see how fast you run and how high you jump and what you do in the business and economic world and whether or not you become a lawyer. You know, I think it's interesting. You're not going to know whether you're sick of school till you get there, right? So it's kind of tough to judge. Like, I never knew. I I thought I'd be four years and and done, you know, undergrad and done. And I I did end up going back for a master's. uh, And then I was presented with, like, maybe go get your doctorate and I was like no matter what that could do for me I can't do it any door that would open I'm not going to be able to open I'm not going you know I'm not I'm done so I don't think you know you're done until you're done but you'll know but I think you're going to do exciting things and we can't wait to see him and we can say hey he was on our podcast when he was 18 (laughs) yeah definitely I'd love to be back too yeah we'd love to have you yeah, and we we like to well, we're gonna definitely gonna be up for following up on people after CC for a while. Yeah, just let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having Good me. Good stuff, Rafi. Thanks for coming on, man. Thank you. And all right, guys, everyone else, thanks for listening. Uh, stay positive, and we'll talk to you soon.